Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Hello and welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. Today, it's Trent here and it's wonderful to have your company today for episode... Two, three, seven. This week on Toy Power, we're going to hit up all the latest news and there is a bevy of information coming at you today. And then we jump into an unboxing, a very generous gift from WebStore83. So can't wait to get that one opened finally joining me today in the toy power studio we've got ben g'day g'day frank Boyakasha, and scotty i make my triumphant return trent how are you i'm good mate how are you excellent thank you frank how are you i'm doing pretty well doing pretty well all right let's get on with things boys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> been- uh, oh, after such a terrible oh. week you just want oh, to rub wow. it in oh. even further okay oh, i'm sorry cool. but you voted me off the show oh, this what is- do you oh, want wow. The, um, the, when was this? Refresh my this memory. Is I forgot. Davy Damage. Remember, he came on. Yes. And do, do you, I wasn't part of that recording, and <laughs> I'm glad. That's I'm why glad. we're two friends. I'm glad I was uh, was still was was absent. But he did this thing at the start of that episode where he's like, and, and I know this was deliberate, right? <laughs> but he he points at Darren and he goes, "Now, Darren, I don't want any fence sitting. You got to go one side <laughs> or the other, knowing." <laughs> What he had in store, and there were some there were some hand grenades lobbed in that night. Fair enough. I I did start this exchange. I uh, <laughs> I did put myself right in the in the in the in the shooting line, and uh, you know I put that question out there on Geek Dudes. Yep. I thought you know they would skirt around it, but they were actually dumb enough to answer it. <laughs> I guess Davey got a little bit of butt hurt from what they said. <laughs> oh dear, we love Davey. Uh, Davey, uh, in fact, we um, we all caught up for a little bit of a sneaky. Session. Yes. There was a bit of a, bit of a, a few drinks there yes. last week, and Davey was in fine form. I've some stories there <laughs> that um, I, I just think he could just do a podcast where he just tells stories from his life, or makes it into even like a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Because there's there's stuff that happens to Davey that is just almost that, that only yeah. ever yeah. it could, could only happen, happen to yeah. Davey. Yeah, only right. Davey. <laughs> so yeah, fantastic. Anyway, shout out to you, Davey. Speaking of shout outs, before we get to that, uh, shout out to our good mate Darren. Scotty is here because Darren sort of called in sick at the last minute. I don't want to say called in; he didn't phone it in. He's been pretty unwell. Only uh, you know he left it to the last minute to try and make sure he was going to be here. But uh, so we thought we'd get our good friend Scotty into you know you're you're the brains now Scotty you know that you've got to answer every question correctly photographic memory give us the temperature on the day <laughs> and the receipt number and everything it was a balmy 1984 <laughs> yeah and plenty of uh, John Martin's references as well God help us all <laughs> <laughs> let's get on with it three two one cue music. <laughs> So what have you got for me? But she's got a new hat. There's been a lot of flooding over there in the states, and and yes. geysers of water coming out of the ground. Has has Todd McFarlane just left the tap running? The action figure tap <laughs> going? <laughs> wow! Because there, I, I swear, we can't start a news, and we do we do the news every couple of weeks, mm. right? It's not every week, so every couple of weeks, rain, hail, or shine, <laughs> Todd's got some ridiculous amount of toys coming out. And it, it, it just, I don't know, for me, tells us something about the toy industry, just the volume of what he's pushing out, right? 100%. Incredible. So anyway, four new upcoming DC multiverse figures. Now, there, there's a couple of things I just want to point out here. Very early on in the McFarlane kind of roster we got a animated green lantern sitting all by himself kind of is there a that... superman as well yeah and, sorry and, yes, and, cyborg. and, and, and yeah, a cyborg yeah cyborg yeah we got a few but superman was, no, no, batman, but, batman yeah. <laughs> the solitary <laughs> many but no cyborg was done in like a teen titan style yes he was okay, yep, yes. Yep, so, so yep. i think you might have had a couple apology accepted but they were <laughs> we'll, we'll split the difference in being wrong here <laughs> but but they sort of you know it was one of these things that 
you know, when DC Direct would do figures, they'd put out a wave of animated figures, whereas sort of yep. Mc- Todd was sprinkling them around. But we've got a few more in that space. So here we've got the Flash from that very Bruce Timm style of, you know, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. He certainly took his time getting here for the Flash, didn't he? Yeah. He did. Well, for Flash. Yeah. yeah it's taken, <laughs> taken a while. Maybe he was riding his Flash, Flash motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's very cool. And and he never surprises with um, the, the designs that he selects. There is a Amazon virus comic arc, and we get Batman in his hazmat suit from that. Superman in his rebirth gear, which if you imagine, it's sort of very much, it's sort of that New 52 or that, mm. where they've gotten rid of the strongman underpants look, and he's got the... <laughs> strongman? I strong love that man. that's your description of it. Strongman underpants. No, no, but that, <laughs> that I mean, thing? That Superman is, yeah, yeah, Superman was inspired by the strongman suits of the, you know, 1930s. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, that, those, the, the un- you know, so like when you had the weightlifters, the very... Uh, okay, so he's it- the Darren of the episode now. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, so. there you go. <laughs> Future crown, your majesty. <laughs> um, and he's got the kind of the red belt that's very modular. Um, and then as well, uh, the Harley Quinn from Birds of Prey. What do you think of that one, Ben? Terrible. She looks, <laughs> she looks terrible. <laughs> Sets him up and he spikes oh, it down. Just, <laughs> not a fan, mate. <laughs> not, well, the, the roller skates are where he should have stopped it. But <laughs> just, that, it was, just on that, but I mean, that's is that that's movie accurate, it right? Is, yeah. She looks terrible. But is that is that a reflection of? The design of the, the mo- movie, yeah, or the figure. Because I, I no, no, personally no, the think the figure the... actually is quite a nice I'm representation sure. of that. Uh, yeah, I get you on the design. It's one of probably the least flattering versions of Harley. <laughs> I think he's, I think he's doing quite well with his movie likenesses. I don't think they're too bad. I think the they're figure is accurate. I remember yeah. I specifically called that out to Ben because I remember he had issues when we talked about the film Birds of Prey, and he was like, "What is going on with Harley's getup? He couldn't get his head around it." And so that was a little, uh, mm, little that, that nod just to that. Like, yeah. I think yeah. the figure is accurate. Yeah, yeah. But it just you know still Ben's favorite. So. <laughs> Does she come no. with an accessory? Does she have that tiny little mallet that she had? Yeah, she's got a mallet. It's, she's sort of holding it behind yeah, her head, it, so it, it's it is hidden. small. Yeah. Uh, it is a small mallet, but uh, which I mean, it it is comically large in the cartoon and comic mm. books um, but probably unwieldy in real life it's a movie it's not meant to be real life <laughs> come on and that's where James Gunn's Suicide Squad comes in um, I, look I think this, these are these are pretty cool figures I, I don't know about you like I went in on when DC Direct they did their fine do you remember when they did their streaming service the DC streaming <laughs> yes. service yes. And, DC and one of their yeah. sweeteners you know, I think for their for their lackluster service was to start offering exclusive figures and they put out some exclusive justice league unlimited figures which i managed through um our friends over at uh giant size team up network managed to get uh, a set of those um but i feel like i've I've kind of got those but if i hadn't got them i'd be cherry picking the uh animated figures out it looks good it looks that very bruce tim style i I question at that scale, is it going to stand up? Like, good luck getting Doesn't any, any like sort it. of running poses out of a figure that's got a torso that's two and a half times the <laughs> yeah. size the, of his And feet. look, that, that design, I reckon they've taken some liberty from the animation to actually make the legs bigger than yes. what they would. Because <laughs> I've seen these when they're movie accurate or cartoon accurate, and then they're, they're, they're very hard to yes. stand. Um, but in some interesting, he's got the butterfly shoulders, which is, which is pretty cool here. Um, cool. Well, we might move on. What else is Todd doing? Has he got some crazy, crazy stuff happening? Well, you know, we, one of the primary complaints about Todd is that he's all Batman heavy. So he's hit us with a couple of villains this time. Um, but it's the same villain in two different versions. We have Lex Luthor in his iconic sort of green and purple uh, power armor. It's more leaning towards one of his modern look in the new 52. Um, and then at the same time, we also get Lex Luthor in blue power armor he's got a superman s on his chest and basically uh, i believe if you just show me the picture i would have said oh that's dark side that's stolen superman's costume yeah, the and face... had a few yes fat yeah. shakes to trim down a bit <laughs> mm-hmm. um but no that is apparently lex luthor and comes from uh, uh justice league dark side war in the comic run where basically he turns into the new apocalypse for whatever reason um, does come with a very detailed throne. What impressed me is that throne, you would look at that. It's not cardboard. It is actually plastic. Yep. Um, that's just still the same price as a regular figure. There's yes. not a deluxe sort of set or anything. 
Um, he doesn't come with any other accessories, but that throw... Pretty good accessory. Exactly right. For a, for a 1999 figure, yeah, which impressive. all these are very good. Hey, there's a thing. I, I love my Fush. I love the Fush. Mm, yep. I love Robo and his Fush Weekly. And he always does a thing. He just acknowledges. He goes, I, look, I collect six-inch action figures. Mm. Love collecting them. And I'll collect anything regardless of whether I know the property or not. Robo don't know. The Robo don't know, right? <laughs> Robo don't know. I love it. Like, he must cop so much crap <laughs> for buying toys that he knows nothing about that he just look. look, I don't know anything about These it. Look cool. I just like to buy it. I feel now, with the figures Todd's putting out and the arcs he's doing from comics... It's like Trent don't know. I don't know any. I don't. <laughs> no, I didn't know no. Lex was yep. was Dark Side and and Batman got into a heavy metal band and drives a, <laughs> drives a monster truck on the on the weekends. Um, but but they they are cool looking figures. Agreed. These two Lex Luthers, so very good. Quarter four release is scheduled. Isn't Todd McFarlane the master of the reusing of the mold? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Yep. We've had one Batman in the first run, and then. 75 Batman since. <laughs> Two Lex Luthors here. Yeah. yeah. He's a very smart man. He's yeah. giving people what they want, but he's being able to use the, the, the use those molds. And, yeah. But there's no way. I mean, the, the tap that I talked about before, how fast these are coming out and oh, how yeah. many we are getting. Mm. I mean, it feels like yesterday we were unboxing with Scotty. The, the Wave the, 1. Yes. Wave one. Yeah, yeah. Like, and just the hundreds of figures we've got since, not mm. obviously all released, but announced. And something he's gone and what? I reckon. Come on, Ben. Take us. Take us. So remember the toy line Tonka Supernaturals, yes. right? It <laughs> was a uh, line of holographic toys. They had uh, a sort of graveyard playset. They had some uh, griffins and things they used to ride on, and they had not one but two four-wheel drives in the uh, toy line. Monster, monster trucks? Yeah, yeah monster yeah. trucks. Awesome. Yeah, big, big, huge monster trucks. Obviously, Todd's got a bit of a soft spot for that toy line because he has given none other than Batman a, a, a Batmo Beast, a monster truck uh, design. It comes from the Dark Knight's Death Metal comic book series, and, uh, yeah, it's just as bonkers as it sounds. It's blue with uh, black shading, the sort of, you know, capturing that light uh, flickering on the cab itself. It looks crazy. It will, uh, the doors and things will open up and you will be able to put figures inside. It's not a test shot or anything. It's an inbox ready to yep. sell to Target and uh, buy Is that it? pretty much. Uh, I, I thought he said you lift it off to put the figures in. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm just I'm guessing. Not, I don't know oh, if there that, is. I don't know yeah. if there are doors in this, but figures but you do can fit, fit in them, there. Like it's to scale. Yeah, with it's the scale. Like, Did you see him doing the video? I can't. This? I can't no. watch right. his okay, videos. Okay, wait, wait, okay, okay. I just got to shout something <laughs> yeah, out, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Todd's sitting there. He's he's in his office, yeah. like his his building, right? With with all his stuff. I, I need you to reenact his accent. I can't. He goes. I can't. Is Todd Father here? I just. I don't know what that is. That's. That's not you need close. more cotton in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So he's, he's, he's holding this bat, this inbox bat, bat beast or whatever yeah. it is. Bat my beast. beast, right? He's going, this is so big, man. This is a big, <laughs> That's not bad. So big. That's not bad. I, I don't know how big I can make. And um, he's going, but you know what? I can make this even bigger. Look at this. And he goes, he takes it and he goes... This is this is Cheryl. She's from from accounting. She's the smallest worker I've got in my office. <laughs> and he gives it to her to hold. And he goes, "Look at that! It's just grown. It's just bigger now." <laughs> and the poor lady's there holding this. She's just probably going, "What the hell is happening?" I've just come in to do you know some invoicing, and here's Todd filming a video, shoving a Batman beast in my hands. But that was classic. That was uh, it, yeah, just. It just shows when you when you when you're Todd McFarlane, when you're Todd you just McFarlane, do what you like. Yeah, you just do whatever you like. There's a harassment lawsuit pending. I feel. Um, speaking of Todd, still he gave us more toys, more Batman's, but this one is actually pretty cool. This is probably of all the Batman's he's done. He's done a few recently. This one is probably the most unique. Now, way back in 1987, the Todd actually drew Batman as part of the Batman Year Two run. Uh, and this is actually based on the front cover art that he did. Now, if you've ever seen a Spawn comic, you know that Todd loves his capes. He loves them splaying out in all these wild and crazy directions. This particular Batman, if you imagine the wind is coming from behind Batman and pushing this huge over-the-top cape out in front of him, about the length of the figure pushing out of cape in front, that's what this is. It's 
it's borderline a statue in that particular mo- it is you know a six inch figure but this big plastic cape that it don't get me wrong it looks amazing and on a shelf where you've got a lot of figures that stand straight up and yeah. down and a lot of things that look like the other things this would be a bit of a standout piece um he did address he did another of his videos of course he did address the fact that Yep, the cape is what actually literally holds him up. Right. So in that mode, there are no arms on the figure because the cape is essentially a giant plastic piece that sort of sits over the top. Um, but if you want a more traditional-looking Batman, in the this is the the very sky blue and navy look to him. Uh, this figure does come with swap. You take the oh, nice. huge plastic cape off, comes yep. with two regular arms, and he gets a cloth cape that has him looking very superpowers-esque, yes. I've got to say, yep. in terms of yep. the color and the style. Um, also, if that massive cape's not enough, also it comes with a little bit of a mini diorama. I think in that cover art, he's standing at his parents' grave, yes. and so there's a little like, you know, a cross symbol like to represent a, a grave as well. So yeah. I, you know, no, I don't think anyone has a Batman figure in their toy collection with a cape that can do, do this yep. or looks like this. So it's a very unique look. It's very stylized, mm. and it, it almost, it sort of, to me, that almost. 70s looking Batman yes. and, and very very cool I'd love to get this just as a unique you know it, it blends Spawn and Batman mm-hmm. it's very Todd but it's it's not one of a crazy modern design it's like one of those retro designs like yep. you said from the, from the 90s yep. uh, or late 80s so that's, that's a very cool figure I like what he's done with that they did a very limited release with that figure an online purchase where a quantity of them were signed by yeah, Todd himself right. yep uh, and then the rest, uh, that, that online allocation sold out in three minutes, by the way. Oh, so, wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, uh, the, the regular figure itself is going to be exclusive through Target to, to get started with. Okay. Right. okay. Interesting. Very cool. All right. So, Mezco 112 Collective have their fingers in almost every property, and now they have a their xenomorph as well so they have released full details and pics of the 112 collective xenomorph from the alien franchise this is obviously the first movie uh the figure is standing seven inches tall and features a new seamless body type to hide the joints as with most 112 figures tons of accessories and swappable parts are available they retail 100 usd and is due to ship in quarter one 2022 so just to shout out some of the parts you've got two types of face huggers you've got the one that latches onto someone's head and the one that sort of crawls along the floor you've got a chest burster that's sort of slithering across the floor you've got a unopened egg as well as an opened egg uh, several different inner jaws that are swappable you've got a chest plate you can swap out the chest plate so different spinal um you know rib cage type thing and about six uh you know sets of our, uh, hands as well it looks awesome and um people were saying you know i'm am i going to get it am i going to mm. get it but like i've got my necker aliens i'm you don't, you don't think this would top that I, it would top that mm. but i'd i'd rather save my cash for kenner tributes you know okay. necker kind of tributes and things uh i've sort of got you know i've filled up my space where i've you know, I've got my alien shelves and things like that. So, so you're complaining about space. Didn't you order a massive rifle recently? That's, uh... <laughs> but that's wall mountable. <laughs> that's going to sit up on the ceiling. So, and that that's a Ben 2022 problem. So, <laughs> hold on, hold on, Ben. Didn't we just do repairs to your ceiling? Yeah, well, and now we're trying to do more. Who's going to hang stuff off of it? Mate, it. That'll work. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and so this is where my probably some of my money is actually going to go. We've got not one, but two tributes to Aliens. And this is, of course, from NECA. So two ultimate-looking Xenomorphs are being released. The Night Cougar Alien and the Panther Alien are the newest additions to NECA's Kenner tribute line. Both Aliens share the same buck, but feature unique colour schemes just like the original Kenner versions did. Both measure 9 inches long and feature a bendable tail plus detachable drone that magnetically attaches to its back. So the original Kenner one used to press the sort of bum of the figure and it would shoot the top of of the drone mm. outwards. It, so that's a homage to that, which is pretty cool. Uh, the packaging will pay homage to the classic Kenner art as well, featuring custom illustrations and a colour palette reminiscent of the toys from the early 90s. Shipping the end of this year in time for Christmas, hopefully. So I want to go around the room. Which one do you think is which? So we've got the Night Cougar uh, and the Panther pictured on our run sheet. I want to know who thinks which one's what. I mean, Night Cougar and Panther 
are both, both black. Yeah, you've got one. We've got one, one. one that's very black and red, and the other one that's more sort of tan, sort of with an orange type or I mean, red head. It's hard, but you'd have to say Night Cougar is the black one. Oh, I'd go Panther the black one personally. Split the difference. <laughs> Who's right? Who's wrong? Uh, it's the uh, the oh man, I've just you don't know. Well, I, no, it's the the cougar one is the uh, the the bony coloured one, there and you the go. Uh, oh. Panther is the black one. And um, honestly, I'm I'm more a fan of the uh, sort of the tanny one with the red head. Mm. I think that one I'm going to uh, go out and uh, purchase that one because it's looks very the, cool. The black yeah. one doesn't have the grey, the silver sort of head. You know, if they're right. going to be yes, doing homage, they uh, they haven't sort of uh, done it silver enough, in my opinion. So I think the other one uh, stands out more. So these these mm. almost look like what Super Seven are doing with their Ultimates and the Turtles line. They're taking an original vintage toy, upsizing mm. it, up detailing yeah, yep, it, up yep. painting it, and and just so anyone who knows the original toys goes, oh, that's the Night Cougar. But how much cooler does it look than the original toy? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, Nick have been doing this for a little while, but mm. they're very, very slow to release yes. new mm. new ones and things. You need, so. need Todd to get in there yes. and give him a jigger <laughs> for sure. All right, we're going to move on to some Street Sharks news now. Last uh, news episode, we talked a little bit about those boxes that we'd seen, those brown boxes with the Street Shark logo on it. And clearly what had happened was Mattel had sent them out to a number of toy reviewers. And uh, about a week ago, we saw toy videos and images popping up. And I can tell you what, it wasn't what I was expecting from the boxes. So we now have what was inside. And, And really what this boils down to was any toy line has concept work, then they get turned into, you know, finalized designs. And then those designs get turned into toys. They get tooled. They get produced. So there's changes all along the way. Mm. But clearly someone, I think it might have even been William Benneke, that's gone back at Mattel and said, let's turn some of those original designs, those prototype designs, very preliminary sketches into some realized toys. And so we've got three toys, uh, three figures that are released. We've got Ripster, Carcass, and Clambo. Now, now Ripster, if you can imagine what the Street Sharks ended up being, massive, massive heads, very big upper torso, sort of like a rubbery look, yep. huge jaws. That was the big selling point. They sort of have chomping action features. This version of Ripster is very, in comparison, very thin, lean, lean yeah, proportions. Yep. The head's a lot smaller, more um, realistic-y kind of proportions, mm. if that's sort of a way to describe it. Very much based on those preliminary designs, right? Um, Clambo is like a pink and green clam with these two massive purple kind of guns and almost like a pearlescent kind of look. And you've got Carcass, who is essentially like a... It's almost like a in a pink piranha? jumpsuit. Mm. Per, with like literally like not just a piranha head, but like it's piranha like you've just got a piranha fish for a head. It looks like Plus, a Fortnite. Yeah, figure. it does. Do you know it, what I mean? It looks exactly like mm. a Fortnite. But then they've put these two piranhas on the hands. Now, in in my opinion, I'm just going to be just honest with my opinion of the designs. Mm. They look like preliminary sketch designs because, like, those having like three orange piranhas and where the hands are almost as big as the head, mm. just it, it just doesn't look right. And you can see why this design wasn't favoured over the final design of Ripster, right? Yep. Because there's so much more character in what we got in those final designs. Now, and Clambo, like I think Clambo for me is the pick of the bunch. Agreed. But we saw, I think it's Techno, Technodrome Toys has done like almost like a version of what Clambo might look like in toy form. And he and just FYI, he's been working on this for about a year, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So way before I knew Clambo was a thing, before I knew these other two were a, a uh, existed. So, but that looks more like a hundred percent. You know what I mean? And, and because wise, of the um, because of his uh, color scheme as well. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, and he's made. You look at the eyes as well uh, for. Uh, Technodrome toys. He's made them very big and bold and statement-wise. Whereas the Mattel one, yep. it's it's squished down. It's even got uh, sort of fishing wire wrapped around the eyes to make them even it's, smaller, it's like, like a bandana. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. weird, right? Um, I just think, and sorry, he's called the the Technodrome toys one's called Commander Clam. I, I know we've got um, Sam Cripps. 
from Nerds Paradise, who was a huge yeah. Street Sharks fan. And I think he's like, you know, he's happy in. to get... Yeah, yeah. Mm. And I totally get that. Like for massive... It's like me, if say Master of the Universe do a prototype figure, you know, Star yep. Sisters or, or things that were based on... Maybe more like... Um, Hero I would say if, if, if no, they like did Dick Tracy... Right in terms of yeah, sure. in, in terms of that, there hasn't been a lot of other Master of the Universe has been a lot of love. Sure. For that what property. about Bucky O'Hare? Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because Mimi. they've actually made the um, oh the ones that never got made in the original. Yeah. They've done yeah. a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but they were they were kind of like realized toys. Mm. Um. Like, okay. Yeah. Uh, yep. Do you know what I mean? Like yep. I think there's something for going back into the design work. I'm thinking like classics did. Um, the Skeletor and Viking He-Man, right? Yep, right. yep. Now, Demo Man and now, things like that. Again, they look yep. like final realized toys because they use the same bucks. But I can see why people might go, you know what, I don't need mm, that prototype, yep. preliminary stuff. But if you're deep in on a line, you just want everything that you can get. For me, looking at these, I feel like they've missed a trick mm. in putting out product for the Street Sharks fan. And I, and I went... And they're not cheap. They're seventy five dollars USD. Each. They don't each. Like honestly, seventy seventy five for the for the the three pack. Sure. Cool. Why not? Seventy five each. each. So you're That's looking oof. at over over a hundred dollars Australian. So three hundred dollars Australian just to get the figures plus shipping. Mm. They've minimal articulation. I went through the Instagram when I think it might have been Toy Shiz posted about these, and I read through probably about hundred and fifty comments. And they were all, and I tell, I say all, what were they thinking? What were Mattel thinking when they did this, mm. right? These look terrible. And then those that liked it, like I said, there's going to be people that like these designs because it's a, it's the history yep. and the evolution. I get that. They were like, I like them, but I'm not paying 75. I just yeah. don't know who is going to be buying these. Well, like, okay, so Sam, we know yep, Sam is, yep, but... Yep. If you've got if you've got 150 comments where zero people are in, mm, it's concerning. Uh, now we've got a question here: Have these sold out? Do yes, we know they it? have. They yes. have. Okay. Oh, well, there you well, go. I stand corrected. I'm totally wrong. <laughs> they, I know nothing. It took about yeah. a week, but a they week. are okay. no longer available to um, click on on the website. So. Well, there you go. And okay. I, I also think their color scheme—they've just gone a bit too sort of, you know full-on colour. Like, I think... You look at what uh, yeah. Commander Clam from Technodrome Toys has coloured his, yeah. and it's very matte colours. It's very army-esque. Mm. It's very uh, in line with the original 90s toys. These ones are what you thought. They, you know, they're, they're more uh, in line with uh, Toxic Crusaders or yeah, something, yeah, I think. Cool. They're, they're too yeah. colourful. I yeah. think I think Mattel need to go to uh, Technodrome Toys and say, "Hey, help us do a wave two of this and and do it." I mean, that's it; they sold out, so you know. But yeah, it, it's an interesting insight, like now into I guess what we're saying '90s toys that we know with like Power Rangers and and probably you know Street Sharks to a to a lesser extent in the fan base still has a very popular fan base, but if this is selling out. You know, at those mm. prices, and who knows how many, what the runs like, yeah. production run. But if they're selling out, that's good news for these sorts of properties. Because I'd love to see more street sharks. I think that's another property that's ripe for rejuvenation. Yep. Moving on to one of the biggest, no, sorry, the biggest toy that you will hear about uh, in recent times. We are talking about Marvel Legends, the Haslabs project that is Galactus, officially being greenlit has been funded. That should be no surprise. That happened uh, a little while ago now. Uh, Silver Surfer was one of the other, I think, the second tier. Second tier. Unlock at yes. 17,000. Uh, then we got Morg, who is a bit of a really deep cut. I had to look this one up because sure. I had no idea who he was. Yep. Terrific storyline in the comics, by the way. He kills he looks Frankie cool, Ray, if I'm... He, oh, he does all Nova? sorts. Of, he's a big storyline. There's a lot to cover of what he did. Okay, yeah. all right. I'm glad you're here for this. This is great. Bad, bad. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a bad. As far as the the heralds of Galactus, he's he's a pretty bad dude. He's a na- he was nasty. Yeah, and that's uh, that was unlocked at twenty thousand backers. And then the final one, which I feel like they were going, oh my god, these guys are buying everything. Let's, <laughs> what are what, we going to do? do? Um, Scott, please explain this because I don't I don't get the reference. Neither do I. But it is. <laughs> At some point in comic lore, uh, Doctor Doom and Galactus have had a love child. (laughs) What we've essentially got is a a replacement head. It's a Doctor Doom head that you can put on this enormous sculpt of Galactus 
And it is, is essentially Doctor Doom as Galactus. That Doctor Doom head has got to be like the size of a tennis ball. Like, yeah. It's going to be huge. It's huge, yeah. And it, it's a cool looking head. It's just... Why? Well, yeah, I, don't, I don't get it. Who's, so who's going to put that on there? Yeah, exactly. No, You've no. got well, the three different faceplate options for Galactus. Yeah. You've got that uh, massive iconic helmet. And then you're going to basically shorten him by a good inch or two to make him look like Doctor Doom. It's, like It's a bizarre oof. choice. But that was at 22,000 backers, which they also cleared. Scotty, can you tell us the final figure of what this amazing HasLab got to? Mate, when I last checked, and I was checking on three times a day, it's getting <laughs> towards the end, we were nearly 31,000... 32,363. My, my, so my. when they started asking for 14,000, people were like, oh, that's ridiculous. Sentinel <laughs> was only 9,000, blah, 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 blah. And they have gone over their highest... Tier yep. unlocked. They've gone another ten thousand. That's crazy! Yeah. Wow. You can bet whatever they do next, they're just going to go straight up. Twenty thousand is the base. Yeah, like because people will just buy it. Yeah. Speaking of, I was listening to uh, Toy Anxiety, and they had a bit of a what, what's next for clearly the 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 Marvel Legends Haslab stuff has done really well. You think of Sentinel and now this. Where do they go from here? Any what thoughts? about all the Celestials? I think there's like a dozen of them. We could do them in three or four foot tall. <laughs> One a month, we could release them. <laughs> One a month. That'd be a bra- <laughs> You're going to bankrupt people doing that. This is already expensive enough, this figure. Wow. Um, I, I don't know where we go. To me, the obvious one is you've got to do Apocalypse, right? You think of the Toy Biz, Sentinel, Galactus, do a massive scale Apocalypse. Apocalypse is known for that sort of mass shifting, you know, I'm going to grow really massive and throw people around. It's a, it's a no brainer, right? That's a good idea, but something else has popped into my head. We could do an addition to this one that's just been funded. Mm. We could go back to Rise of the Silver Surfer, the Fantastic Four <laughs> movie, and everyone could fund an a enormous cloud. cloud to go with this Galactus. <laughs> Incidentally, what was this? What was this Galactus uh, price wise? Uh, $399 US and seven ninety nine. Australian, Australian, basically. Yeah, I just want to see. You do the math. I, I can't do it in my head, unfortunately. <laughs> um, On that note, uh, to help me fund my Galactus, I will be selling my uh, Haslabs Unicron if anyone's interested. Oh, <laughs> really? <Yeah. Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Is that mainly just so you can do a swapsie for the room? Because I'm looking at going. Where the hell am I going to put mine? Because I I went in on this in the end. I I sort of said I wouldn't and sort of bulked at the time, but then I was like, nah, got to do it. Do it. I feel like I'm doing the math wrong here, but thirty-two thousand at four hundred dollars, thirteen million, thirteen you, million dollars, brother. I know. Thirty-two. What is it? Thirty-two thousand times four hundred. It's like it's like almost it's like thirteen million. No. Nah. Thirteen million dollars. Well, it is. Well, yeah. It is 12, 12, 12 million eight hundred. Yeah. Going to that. That's a lot of dough. <laughs> As I said, they're just gonna because they're just gonna go up and up and up. Other ones I've heard bandied about with the um, the Blackbird, the X Wing. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, the, yeah, the X Men yeah, yeah. plane. Yep. Imagine that in a six inch scale. Oh, I can't. Put. I can't imagine. Well, you I've have... got no room. How can I imagine this stuff? <laughs> you wouldn't have said Galactus was going to get thirty two thousand, oh, but here we are. Like, no, I mean, like that's yeah. Or a Danger Room, like a Danger Room playset. I think they can basically. Uh, well. They have to be a bit careful with doing things. I mean, these are all big figures. Sure. And big figures are doing well. They've done, obviously, a sail barge and a few vehicles. But they can pretty much do it. I mean, without being this is, stupid. This, this is the most successful yep. Haslabs anything. It beat the Razor Crest. It's beaten everything. I tell you what. I mean, we've I've heard calls to get Cookie Monster back up. Now, I know, mm, I'm not necessarily... An, I, I wouldn't buy Cookie Monster. But it's just an interesting question. Would Cookie Monster get funded today? Like, now that... Because he was the second crowdfunding Haslab project. Correct. And he was left field, right? You know, like mm. not what a lot of people wanted. But I'd be interested to know now that they've got some runs on the board with this stuff. We've got a fully realized Unicron sitting mm-hmm. there. Maybe Cookie Monster back up. There's another shot. Yeah. Hey, what else is happening in Marvel Legends news? Oh, there has been plenty. We uh, recently saw the trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. Highest um, viewed 
trailer ever. Is that right? No, or see, within, I, I, within I, a certain time frame? I saw that stat and then when I looked at the... And I right. go on the official because there's lots of channels that repost right. the same trailer. Maybe it's cl- including all of that. But I looked on the official Sony thing and it was a fraction of what okay. those numbers were being right. thrown around. I'm sure it'll still rack up quite a few views, but it's it's no Avengers Endgame yet. Right, okay. Anyway, uh, we got no sooner had they dropped the trailer fully review the next wave of figures. Now, we've seen a handful of these. We saw a couple of the Spider-Mans. There's a black and gold suit um, that apparently, according to the design team in their stream when they revealed these, they said, we can't tell you its official name because that's classed as a spoiler for the movie. Oh, okay. So yep. it's for now, it's the black and gold suit. We get a Doctor Strange. Honestly, that Doctor Strange is looking so good because oh, it's the best it? representation yep. of the head sculptor. They've nailed it. J. Jonah Jameson we've seen. Uh, but then we get a couple of others. We get uh, Shriek from the very comic in- appearance of her. We get Morlun. Morlun, is that his name? Morlun. That yep. sounds good. Yep. The Disney princess. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> That's the guy with that hand you were talking That's about. That's right. That's the, the one. Hand. Yeah, he's got like sores on his hand. I think at one point in the comics he rips out Spider-Man's eye he or something. His he's, eye. he's pretty he brutal. Uh, and we get uh, Miles Morales as he appears in the PS4 game. Nice. Uh, so very sort of very Spider-Man themed wave, beautiful. But the builder figure coming right out of oh. left field is Armadillo. Yeah. Now I had to look this up because I'd heard the name, but apparently he's a real Captain America villain. Okay. Basically, just because he's you know Captain America, punch, 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 and he's an armadillo. He's got this tough exterior to him. So big bulking uh, figure. I mean, you don't have to really know anything about the character to go, damn, that looks impressive. I, I was very impressed as soon as I saw him. Yeah. Like, he looks awesome with his big claws and things. Uh, yeah, really cool. I'd love to just get him by himself, but obviously yeah. he's going to go for a uh, a lot of coin, I reckon. Yeah. So. Well, D- Dorkside Toys is probably not a bad one for that. They do loose figures and okay, they will right. you know, often have the builder figures up there, possibly sold out already at this point. Also coming, we've got the Excalibur 3-pack, which includes Captain Britain, Magan, and Shadowcat. While we got Captain Britain in 2016, this is a more comic-accurate version of him. Mm. Magan is her first ever figure, while Shadowcat, a.k.a. Kitty Pride, has long been requested in this classic outfit. Said to be a store-exclusive but no store announced beyond Hasbro Pulse itself. Are you an Excalibur guy, Scotty? Is this is this doing it for you? I've got a couple of the comic books uh, along the way. Uh, but no, it's not um, It's nothing that ever really interested me, Excalibur. Mm, yeah, I, I, I'm, it's not one for me. I, I recognise McGann and that Shadowcat is awesome. I've been wanting that figure for a long time. I think at one point we saw uh, Shadowcat and went, oh, there was a picture just of her on herself and people were like, I don't care if that's a Target exclusive, Walgreens, whatever. I want it. Um, packed it in a three-pack, which is a little annoying for those that just wanted her. Um, the Captain Britain looks pretty similar to the one I've already got on my shelf. I can't see. He looks very serious. Like He, he does. He yeah. means business. Yeah. yeah. He's this got is... an he's got an alternate head where he comes with a, a bit of a, a, a beard to him. He comes with the iconic sword, which I believe is an important part of the lore. And McGann, as I said, it's the first time that she's ever had a figure in Marvel Legends. So pretty cool, but... Yeah, I don't know. I would, I'd be looking for someone to sell off that shadow cat, but I think she's going to be the one everybody wants. Yeah, she she looks cool. Um, the other thing that's very cool is this Shield Army two pack. Army builders mm. are very very popular, and I think this is a really good one. They're really like throwing in, you know, as they do extra heads and that sort of thing. So we get um three unmasked heads plus. So this is a two pack. Plus the two heads on each soldier are slightly different. Mm. Yeah, there's one with like a red kind of visor and one with a silver visor, and the the helmets are slightly different sculpts. Myriad of different guns, two pistols, and like four machine guns slash shotguns. Mm. So very very cool. They're both going to be pulse exclusives. So good luck getting into those. The other one was the. Uh, Scroll yeah. um, army builder, which is basically generic scroll with a couple of different heads and, and guns and stuff. Um, yeah, they're doing more and more of these. They've done a few with AIM and I think the Hand Ninja and a few few of those army guys that you see in the comics. I think it's a, it's a smart move. I like the um, scroll pistol. 
it looks very kind of retro sci-fi. Yeah, that was yeah. their tease for yeah. it. They held that up, and people are like, "It's a hairdryer. What are we? What, <laughs> what are we buying here?" Like, yeah, very cool. I'll be super keen for the scroll as an army builder for my Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah. it's nice. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. they're cool. They're, those are the ones, right? They come in just a very plain box. Yeah, they come yeah. with like almost like a white shipper yes. sort of box on it. Uh, they're not your traditional sort of packaging, but Hasbro Pulse seems to be the only and, way to get those. And Pulse is okay. Like, you don't find it difficult to get the Pulse stuff. Is it like you need to be a member or something? Um, the Pulse thing is weird. I, yeah. I probably can't recommend it as a service because even if you are, you get first dibs, but you're not guaranteed right. to get it. So it's yes. a bit like the old sort of Club Grayscale stuff. You've got to be online at the right time. Okay. But still, these things still seem to show up at some of your Robo Toys and some of these. Okay. Not in yep. huge numbers, yep. but I think it, it's possible for non-American or non-Pulse members, I should say, to, uh, to get their hands on them. Mm. <laughs> Well, we're wondering what Hasbro were going to uh, reveal after Galactus, the next uh, sort of offering. Mm. Well, we have Haslab Victory Saber, which is a very Japanese-esque transformer. He's a triple changer that not many people know about from the G1 series Victory Saber. Victory, I think it's just Transformers Victory. Yeah. So... It was basically the follow-on from G1 in Japan, and that was yeah. their Optimus Prime. Yeah. So sort of Star after- Saber, is he from that? Star universe? Saber, that's, yeah. that's him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, So he is a regular robot. He's got an inner robot. The uh, robots themselves can transform into a sort of a battleship uh, space unit and also sort of like a, a lion-esque, like, what do they call them? Liger? Liger, yeah. yeah that's cool. uh, with huge guns on the back and wings and things just like any cool Liger has. Uh, very very cool um, sort of uh, character. Uh, I have seen pictures of him with uh, colours. I don't know mm. if it's official colours, but he's the, sort of the red, white, blue colour yep. scheme. Uh, he did have a Generation One toy. Good luck finding that for um, a decent price. But yeah, he comes with a massive sword and things. What was the one that the masterpiece? Star yeah. Saber. That, so that was that's him. that yeah. him. But this is well, a, a different, different version. Star. What's this guy this called? Victory a, Saber. Victory Saber, I believe, is the the Japanese name oh, for him. Star Saber. Very like Star, Star Saber, Saber is when they Americanized right. it. Right. I've got. It. So it's essentially Star Saber now able to do triple changing. Yep. But in like this is not kind of the masterpiece. I think this is, is a, more like. I think well, this is a deluxe. So you've got like that deluxe. regular. Yeah, okay. yeah, the scale is interesting because right. we don't have anything else from a Haslab sure. to compare it to. Okay. Oh, other than Unicron, which is clearly not going to be that big because the price is only. Well, it's only one eighty. It's pretty yeah. reasonable. My my sort of description for this is you've you've got Optimus Prime, right? And then you've got Power Master Optimus Prime with all yeah. the extra guns, the yep. extra attachment to the trailer and things. This is kind of like that for this version of um, Star Saber. Okay, right? Yep. You know, he's got the and that's so I think where the extra transformation comes in and the offer to sell right. him because on the right here you've got the picture of sort of the traditional Star Saber and then you've got him beefed up with Powered the up, yes. yeah, yeah so oh, a gotcha. really really cool um, addition and I think he'll you know he's big in Japan so yeah mm. It's it's an interesting place for them to go because even the price, you know, we're talking about Galactus at three ninety nine US and and some of the hideous prices we've seen on the other ones. This is kind of where I think they more need to go. There's only so many of these massive, huge Grail pieces they can put out before people just go, ah, uh-uh, I'm done, tapped out. Yeah, but these ones that are sort of mid range that they go, do you know what? We're not confident that this would go well at retail, but here it is. If you want to back it, let's see if it gets there. I'm thinking, you know, they could do a a cartoon accurate, you know, Bruticus or Devastator, that sort of thing. Yep, yep. That are bigger than your average bots. Obviously, they're not going to go to retail because they're too big. But let's see how badly the fans really want it. Yeah. So. Now, nah, very smart. Hey, another thing that's very smart from NECA is licensing the Usagi Yojimbo comic book. So we saw a render, 3D render of Yasagi during the week, looking very cool. And the tweet from NECA says that NECA has licensed award-winning creator Stan Saki's Yusagi Yojimbo um, that we know really well from the TMNT crossover um, and the TMNT action figure line that he was integrated in in the original Playmates line and in subsequent lines as well. We saw him in the 2003 line. He got a figure in that. And we also saw him in the recent Nickelodeon 2012 line as well by Playmates. So this is really cool. Um, so yeah, we know, we know he's had a lot of those um, figures in the past. 
So this, if if my take on this is correct, mm. is that NECA have the comic. So the Stan yep. Saki yep. comic, right? So there's a big back the, the rights, the rights, the rights, sure. the rights of the, the comic. Now, what we know is there is a new animated, computer animated cartoon coming out. Mm-hmm. And we know that there is obviously, Stan has rights over if like Super 7, say, want to do the original toy. And we know Brian said that they have sculpted mm. a Usagi based on the Playmates original toy, yeah, which see, has been pushed back. See, my understanding was that's because of this new show that's yes. coming, not necessarily that Stan's gone, uh-uh, and nixed it all together. I, I agree. I don't think it's been nixed. Yeah. I think it's just a wait On and hold. see with yep. what the licensing. I think this is part of mm, stuff possibly. that is happening in that space. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if Brian is doing another deal to get that other likeness yep. of the toy. But... Cool that he's like good news, right? That yeah. Stan is there. He's happy, happy to to get it out there. So this this render we've seen. What what style is that? Where does that come from? Because that to me doesn't look like the animated uh, from the. I think it's comic book. Comic, I comic think it's comic book, book yeah. with the with a bit of a tweak, right? Yeah, and sure. and and the ability to sort of fit it into your um, you know, sit next to your next, turtles. Yeah, ne- mm. sit next to your turtles I, I, from I the comic so. books, yes. or the cartoon, or you know, I think it's gonna fit into a, quite a few ranges, mm. and then later down the track, you'll see them all, the proper one that came out of the cartoon. Right. The proper yeah, one from ones. Super yep. 7, blah, blah, blah. Because I think if you look at Stan's art, it's a, it's fairly cartoony. Mm. Like, it, it's a simple line work. This figure looks like it's got a lot more detail than what those kind of comics do have. Mm. So it is a bit of an amalgam, I think. Um, we haven't had a lot of non-Playmate Stan Saki stuff, but there were a few figures that came back maybe about seven, eight years ago. There was like a box set of box all set. his characters yeah. that I, I don't know who they were done by and I don't know how articulated they were, mm. whether they were like mini statues, but they were very cartoon accurate. They looked like you know, straight off the pages. Mm. And I remember wanting to chase them down. They were just very limited or difficult to get your hands on, very expensive. This will be a nice little... Because NECA traditionally aren't super expensive, right? No. So these are probably going to be, you know, $40 Australian per figure. Mm. Yeah. And obtainable. That's what yeah, I'm easy, yeah, easy excited to get. Yeah. Hey, guys, I've got a question. Mm. Yep. Who lives on a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants. That's right. Yay. <laughs> Who would have thought Super 7 of all people are doing SpongeBob? Like, okay, I, I, reaction. I tell you what, we talked about the Todd pumping out figures. Super 7 yep. are coming in yep. hot for second place at the moment. Just they're, they're well, announcing so yeah, much stuff. With reveals, they are. Reveals, yeah. 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 But, yeah. like, I, if, if you said, oh, Super 7 had got the SpongeBob license, I'd be like, oh, cool, reaction. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> ultimate. <laughs> oh my gosh! So we have SpongeBob yeah. SquarePants ultimate version, and this was teased by uh, little old mate Gary. And Gary is, of course, the snail, and uh, I think it's a cat. The meow, like yeah. Uh, yep. yeah so uh, absolutely bonkers. So we got that reveal, and yeah, of course, uh, soon in days after, we had uh, the full glossary of pictures of SpongeBob. And uh, what's her name? Sandy Cheeks. Sandy, Sandy Cheeks, Cheeks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we've... And you can imagine, because this is Super 7 Ultimates, SpongeBob comes with everything plus some things. Mm. So he comes with glasses and an alternate face that's almost his whole body. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he comes with his uh, fish, uh, fishing net, that a uh, butterfly net or something that he catches uh, the characters in. Of course, Gary's there and uh, Gary's little uh, feeder bowl. He comes with alternate hands, alternate arms, the um, blowing bubble mm. sequence. And it comes with the strangest thing. I can't, it must I be from one of the episodes. Don't know but what um, that is. yeah, a, a sort of a silhouette bubble of a person or a character uh, in bubble form with two arms and two legs. Uh, very, very unusual. Yeah, I don't understand that. And then, of course, Sandy Cheeks comes with her famous guitar, her rocket. Two alternate faces, uh, some, you know, like cheerleading hands, you know, for when you go to the baseball or something, and a, a, a um, acorn as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, a hat, as, a cowboy hat as well, as only you can wear under the sea. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just absolutely crazy. Uh, I don't know who this is aiming for, though. Uh, well, like SpongeBob fans, I clearly. Guess, I like... guess so. I mean, I bought the Ren and Stimpy 
ultimates. There were two. Yep. Mm. This is a two-figure wave, which is interesting because mm. traditionally their ultimates are, are four or five. And I think this is just signifying that question, Ben, that Test you've got. Testing. Yeah, mm. let's not do... Look, Simpsons has been around for like 35 years or whatever. So you do Simpsons Ultimates and, and that makes sense, right? Because there's a huge market. SpongeBob, I haven't seen a lot of SpongeBob. I like the designs. I've not decided whether I'll go in on this. But I think two Ultimates figures, you know, bearing in mind the cost of Ultimates and, mm. and the complexity around tooling and production, that, I think, tells us it's just a dip in the dip in the uh, the ocean. In the ocean, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Towards that pineapple, you know. Well, when you consider that something as, I would say, more obscure, like Silverhawks, got a four-figure wave, it's interesting that something yeah. like SpongeBob, which is a bit more recent, and you would probably say, I mean, I've got nothing to back this up other than my gut, you would probably say SpongeBob has a bigger audience yeah, oh, than I Silverhawks. I agree. I agree 100%. I just suspect the but, everyone that's into Silverhawks... Hmm knows it because of the toys. So the audience, sure. right, might be small, but it's toy-focused. Toy I reckon the yep. audience of Spongebob's, they wouldn't all be toy fans, mm. right? Yeah, no. yeah. It's, yep. It's, yep, it's, that's that's, that's it's my... It, yeah. yeah, would Silverhawks people would buy Silverhawks toys? Will Spongebob fans buy Spongebob toys? That's a good question. Toys, yeah. yeah, at, at the, uh, you know, $50 or whatever they priced at, so... Mm. And interesting, it's not Patrick or one or one of the um, well, Squidworth or whatever. I think wave he's two. wave two. Yeah. I think yeah. you know that. That I mean, you could easily do what like between six and ten figures. Mm. I think of Sp- like, and they'd be core characters, kind of characters. Yeah. And then I think, and I think they're just going to get to that slowly. I have a SpongeBob question for the parents in the room. I haven't watched the show, but. This guy lives under the sea. Is, that's what I'm picking up from the conversation. Yeah, he's, a, he's a sea sponge, and he's a sponge. Yeah, yes. no, he is a sponge. So he's a proper sponge. So when he come, when they come out of the sea, he just turns into a real sponge. And Patrick is just a real uh, starfish. Like, like this, it's it's real life. And then they go back into the sea and they're cartoon again. <laughs> you sound crazy. Scotty sounds no. so. <laughs> he's like, he's, he's, he's real, eyes. man. It's real. I haven't been smoking anything. They're it's, real. This guy's a square sponge, right? And if I want to find a spare sponge, I'm going to my kitchen, I'm washing my dishes. I don't go to the ocean and find a geometrically perfectly cut square sponge. But is he a sea sponge? No, no, he's a kitchen sponge. He's a kitchen sponge under the sea. And when you say he becomes real, like a real... Real life. Like a real life sponge? A real Like not animated? No, no, no. Is he animated or not? No, he's not. He's just a sponge. Live action sponge. So you'll be watching the cartoon, right? And then for whatever reason, they'll come out of the water and it turns into real life, real life footage. And it'll just be a sponge. Sure. And then they'll go back in the water and it'll be cartoon again. It's hilarious. when he's... No, I don't think so. I mean, I used to watch SpongeBob SquarePants because there are some really good episodes, but I haven't watched it routinely for a long time. It's been a long time, but it is that very Ren and Stimpy just... You know that sort of era of Nickelodeon riding on the coattails of Ren and Stimpy, yes. yeah, and I think it, I think it caught on because it wasn't so in your face, it wasn't with so grotesque, <laughs> and, and that. Do but not they, pee <laughs> on the electric. Yes. <laughs> but they they slid it in there. there there's some really uh, disgusting sort of close-ups and things of uh, <laughs> when when SpongeBob is sick or whatever, and you know that yep. um, the, the, yeah. the design. Of yeah, what, yeah. But I remember. I mean, Ren and Stimpy was notorious for that. Those yep. close-ups. Yep. And just, well, I've, I think I've got those images burned into my retina. <laughs> just how disgusting. Someone's like, just animate this as disgusting as you can. Yeah. Oh, yes. Challenge accepted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We've got a shout out to our friend and patron, Emily Lind, who unfortunately went through some troublesome flooding in yeah. her in her accommodation which was tragic to see those pictures and we're glad that the Tarkin collection the toys for the most part seemed unscathed from the flooding damage so our thoughts are with you Emily as you go through the uh, the cleanup she's actually had one of her uh, her podcasting friends uh, on her show basically put together a GoFundMe um, and that's already raised you know thousands of dollars for her basically oh, to you know um replace a lot yeah. of her damaged items they despite the fact they live from what i was reading in a, a two-story place yes. her bedroom is in the basement which a lot of people in new york a lot of their basements are all wrecked and and literally underwater so no she's um yeah she's recovering as best she can so 
Uh, here we go. But this should hopefully uh, make her day. This was literally only revealed today from Star Wars. We have Grand Moff Tarkin in the Kenner style, but the biggest Grand wow. Moff Tarkin yeah. you have ever seen. This would, I mean, she's got a pretty good Grand Moff Tarkin collection. I think we've shared that on our yep. Instagram and socials and stuff. But this is one of those gentle giant, big, massive. How how big are these? Inch they're wise? jumbo. They're they're bigger than in, yeah, ten or twelve. Twelve. They're at least twelve inch. 12 inch. Right. Yeah, yeah, they're huge. But what what's fascinating? Okay, so the history of Tarkin figures. Tarkin never got a figure in no, the original right. Kenner line. Now the first and and obviously when they did the Power of the Force two, I think I remember buying the Tarkin that they they did. I've told this story from Kmart and I got ridiculed by the checkout chick at Kmart for buying a, a toy as a <laughs> as an adult. As a grown um, man. But that, that, I mean, that was, uh, from memory, the very first... And I think he even had a sticker. This was the green Power of the Force box yes. where they had that, mm-hmm. and he even had a, you know, first ever Grand Moff Tarkin figure. Now, in terms of the vintage line, recently when Hasbro have been doing their vintage collection figures, they did a board game, yes. and they yeah. put a, like, a Tarkin figure with that. Now... Interestingly, so that was kind of the first ever vintage style Tarkin. This one is not looks nothing like that figure. It's mm. a totally new sculpt. The head sculpt, I think, to me, looks a lot better. I'm more impressed by this head sculpt than that one we got with the game. And he's got... Uh, we, we did get some Imperial officers in the vintage line. So he, the body very much looks like it. But one of his arms... Is I don't know what it's, it's sort of it's bent. Bowed. It's, it's bowed. It's bowed out, and yeah. then he's got a he's holding What's a he stick holding? or something, like a pointing a, stick or something, where I'm he can sure. point to Alderaan before it gets blown. Oh, up. that planet, <laughs> <laughs> that one there. But no, it's a, I, I, I mean, I think there's probably something very special about getting a vintage Tarkin. So Emily, this one has to be coming your way into your collection. January two thousand and twenty-two for eighty dollars US, and it is by the looks of it an exclusive. An Entertainment, Entertainment Earth exclusive yep. limited edition. So jump on that one. So Mezco 112 Collective. So we've talked about the Xenomorph being released, but now we also have the Crow. The Crow is brimming with film accessories, including a crow-shaped flame display, <laughs> yes. a guitar with a leather-like strap, a tombstone with a cow, a crow, sorry, that can sit on top and a flying crow that attaches to his display base. Various weapons and much more. The cost is $100 and is slated with a May 2022 release. Uh, very, very cool uh, figure. I, do you know, I cosplayed as the crow back in my uh, day Did when you? I had uh, long hair. And I, I remember I went into the comic store and I'm like, Who's got long hair that the, you know uh, that sort of and like looks cosplay so foxy. and and things <laughs> and yeah and that that's really tall and handsome and things and yeah they did uh, they said um, the someone said the crow so yeah that's what I went so you would have to be clean shaven for this though right that was uh, before I could probably uh, <laughs> grow a beard but yeah uh, so um, I went uh, that was a very very long time ago. Uh, but yeah, this crow looks awesome. Uh, who was it? It was Brand. It was a Brandon, Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Brandon Lee. Yeah. So tragically, uh, yeah. Final movie role. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Very cool movie. I think it still holds up uh, to Terrific this day. Scene. So yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, very cool that it's getting the Mezco One Twelve. Uh, re- it's very angsty, isn't it? Sort of is it an angsty kind of film. It's a wonderful film. Yeah. It really yeah. is. Yeah. I loved it when I saw it, but uh, I reckon I saw it on it. You know, back in the day when I was watching on my tiny little cathode ray tube tv as i as i watched taped it off tv i think but I, i'm i'm amazed i must I mean, you mentioned some of the accessories ben like you know the tombstone the guitar and it comes with a cat two crows like the and it's not even i looked at the accessories because they normally when mezco put out a figure they they do like a one page with mm. all the accessories for this one they had to do three pages because yep. they couldn't like you know four heads like 10 hands and and what's he? He's a hundred dollars US. Yeah, yeah. Oh, same that's insane. price. Yeah, it's a it's a great it's value a for money. Mm. Just buy hundreds. <laughs> it's fantastic. I love this. And uh, shout out to Druss, mm. who I think is very excited by this on the page. Hey, the last bit of toy news we've got. This is a super exciting tease <sighs> we've got. We all know and love what the four horsemen have done. Like I think if you're listening to this show you must have somewhere in your collection a, a figure that's been designed by the four horsemen. Oh, yeah. Right? Yep. Like, yep. you know, yeah. 
and, and if you don't, you know what we're talking about here, right? Or, the, or you, you'd be surprised what they yeah. have had uh, dabbled their they, hands they, in. They've yeah. touched over the last... I mean, they've been the dominant sculptors of the industry for the last 20 years, right? Now, mm-hmm. we, we love Mythic Legions, but if Mythic Legions isn't your cup of tea because you're more into sci-fi, mm-hmm. well, you're in trouble. <laughs> your wallet is crying out because we've got Cosmic Legions. We know it's been coming, but we got our first look, and boy... They tried to kind of like, I think, describe it. Mm. I listened to a podcast where they kind of tried to t- tell us what it would be like. And I think it was it was pretty hard to kind of visualize. But now we've got an image and, and it almost looks like a bit of a... Ble- it's a, it's a like, teaser. It's, it's a, a teaser, yeah. right? It's a teaser. But it's basically like a four-armed lizard with shackles on his arms. He looks amazing. Um Almost, I don't know, like a bit of a dinosaur vibe, bit yeah, of a rat law, yeah. the general rat law yep. kind of vibe, you know, like, like a duck billed dinosaur. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, even yeah. dinosaurs is like yeah. a little bit, yep. bit of that vibe, but, but it's not just but, like full on sci-fi. Yeah, he's got like kind of armor yeah. elements, yeah. right? What what I love about this picture just tells so much. It's it's that Star Wars vibe set in the future, yeah. but yep. it's full of grit. Yes, right. It's not yes. not everyone is rich and. Fancy and not, you know, it's like not, this is leaked design. It's not no, episode it's one, Star Wars. No, 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 it's, not. no. <laughs> it's episodes four through six. Yeah, and there's not a Canto bite in sight. <laughs> yeah, and this just speaks volumes. I think I am. Uh, what do you do with an image like that? Like I just go up, oh, just yep. direct Take my, my money, pay. Yeah. I don't even bother putting it into my yeah. account. Just send it to yeah. Eric Treadaway. And as our, as our good friend John Caulfield, who has long been into Mythic Legions, he's like. Welcome to the dark side, boys. You guys are all going to be in on this, and you're going to realize how much money goes direct to the four horsemen yep. now. Like, I've been very excited about this. I joined a, a group that was all about cosmic legions, which, of course, there hasn't been a lot other than no. you know some sort of speculation. There's a lot yeah. of speculation, and that when this reveal came out, it just lit up with people like, "Okay, this is where we're in. Let's go." Um, I think even on the teaser image, it's got a date of next week, the 10th yes. of September. Yep. Expect the full reveal, which is, you know, sort of six days from this recording. Um, going to be huge, going to be expensive. Uh, John even speculated, looking at that figure, that's their Ogre class, which is very right. much their larger, deluxe-sized and priced figures. Um, yep, could be could be painful yeah. in a good way. Yeah, in a good way. <laughs> we like a bit of bit of pain every so often. <laughs> um, and final note, a little bit of, bit of trivia. I love this. Uh, we know... Um, the Nacelle Company, and that, they're the guy, that's Brian Volk Weiss, who's given us things like the toys that made us a toy, steer near, toy store near toy steer. you. Uh, yeah, toy steer. <laughs> steer Steering into- towards <laughs> the toys. <laughs> that's how I drive my car. <laughs> straight into the, straight into the <laughs> toy, toy stores. Um, so they picked up Revel's Power Lords brand. And speaking of Four Horsemen, Four Horsemen did some Power Lords figures. And funnily enough, some this this design looks a little bit like some of their Power Lords mm. things, a little bit yep. of that influence in there, which is really cool. So, you know, Nacelle, they, this comes hot off their mm. um, announcements to acquire both Silverhawks and Roboforce. And that's everything. That's a, the ability to kind of do um, toys, shows. which, you know, shows, mm. comics, all that sort of thing. So very exciting news for Brian. Um, and, and great that these licenses are being picked up and rejuvenated. I think that's fantastic. <laughs> All right, moving on to our next segment where we take a look at what's inside the box from WebStore83. Massive thank you uh, to you, Chris, for sending that across to us. Um, Wonderful, wonderful. It finally got here. It's always a bit of a risk. It finally through. would have been here two weeks earlier, well, friend, but I know. You know, someone forgot to bring it. Someone did forget to bring it to our last <laughs> recording. And I tell you what, I got lots of nice reminders from everyone, which was, <laughs> which was lovely to, to, to bring everyone. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> All right, now we have cut the tape. Yep, yep. Ben are we going to have a peek I inside. believe we know there's uh, something for Darren in here. So there is an item for tick, Darren. Tick Darren was very clear to, to, to say that he had purchased an item. Um, yep. So I think he didn't want it being given away or divvied up by the toy tower. Well, community. he's not here, so, <laughs> you know... Right. Okay. Oh, okay, a bit of wrapping. Box one with Box one. Uh, no indication of what's inside. Do you want to hold that, uh, yep, Frank? Yeah, big one. Yep. Thank you. All right, so hopefully... Brown it's... paper. Keep yep. it plain. Yep. Come on, mate. We're not saving the oh, wrapping just, here. I don't want to... Just in case... <laughs> Look at him. He's, uh, 
Just in case there's something inside I don't want to. Oh, oh, oh! Here it is. Oh! oh yes, wow! Nice. It's signed. It's uh, revelations to the to the power to the Toy Power podcast. I love you, and I believe that is um, Kevin Smith Kevin and Smith. Mark Bernardin. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that is Skelly God. Skelly God. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen him in person yet. He looks mental. I get the um, the vibes wow. of tree. What is it? Um, radioactive Treeha- man oh, number right. one. Yeah. yeah, where you've got one radioactive man comic between four people, yeah. four fans, and yeah. get out the white gloves yep. to uh, handle this bad boy. But that is fantastic. And that, I believe that's Darren's. Is it? Oh, there looks like some other little stuff oh, tucked down the side here. Oh, 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 Dick Tracy. Wow. Dick Tracy tops fantastic. cards. I am a huge fan of the Dick Tracy cards. These are, these, these are these are sealed. Yeah. Wow, that's fantastic. I um, in fact, as people will know, Dick Tracy was the first vintage line I recollected as an adult. And part of collecting Dick Tracy when I couldn't find any more figures because this is late nineties, yeah. right? The figures were hard to come by. Um, I collected all the cards, mm. but I never saw obviously any in the sealed packets. And that's great. There's actually two different designs. There's oh, three cool. packs of cards in here. Yep. yep. Um, with one with Dick Tracy in the very stylized um, Chester Gould almost yes. uh, representations there of him on his uh, well, what is now the Apple Watch. <laughs> uh, but his, his, he did um, it first. Yeah, didn't he? he did it first. Very cool. That's wonderful. Oh, that's great uh, awesome. for you and Frank. And I get this. <laughs> <That's> not... <laughs> um. Hang on. <laughs> no, all good. We'll work something Was out. Was there something else for Darren in that? Yeah, part? I believe yep. so. I think it's the... Uh, uh, well, let's have a look okay. because... Uh, Why not? In case. Yeah, it's just a full opening. Case. We won't yep. open the, yep. the toys. Well, maybe we will. The... New for 2021, I see. Oh, yes. There it is. Rise of Evil oh, 2 pack. I believe that. I spoke about well. this uh, last week. You it's did. the Keldor versus Origins Kronos. The Rise of Evil 2-pack in the um, Master Universe Origins toy line. Beautiful. Absolutely glorious. That's going to look pretty good on my shelf. Thanks, Darren. Everyone wins. (laughs) Yeah, very, very, very Thank you so much, Webstage. Thanks, and well-packed, mate. Like, it made the journey across the the oceans extremely well. I bought the Rise of Evil 2-pack off Amazon, and they they just fold that... Fold Flat yeah, just fold it straight down. <laughs> um, so that's lovely to see what it actually should be packed like. <laughs> Without a big Good line through it. Yeah, that's, that's, there it is. That's, uh, that's yeah, but it, it didn't take much uh, choice to open mine either because <laughs> no. it was, it was uh, yeah, pretty crushed. But this is great. Yeah, Beautiful. Wicked. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Webstore83. Hey, that wraps another episode of Toy Power. A massive, massive shout out. Scotty, thank you so much for coming in and uh, filling filling the big shoes of Darren. Guys, always a pleasure to be here. And for anyone listening earlier, I have some signed photographs of Ben dressed as the crow. <laughs> Hit me up on Facebook, <laughs> ten bucks each. They are good. I'd love to. I'll grab a couple off you. Now I end. need to rewatch the movie and just picture Ben in every scene. Like I we can do that. Can we do that face swap. Can we? Can we kind of? Do we have enough? A deep fake. Deep fake. Yeah. Do we have enough archival Ben footage oh, to, uh, it to was, do that? Justice? It was pre pre uh, sort of Facebook internet. So I don't know where those photos are. Actually, I might have a super sleuth. Do your thing. Yeah, yeah, find exactly. the photos. Yeah. All right. Very good. <laughs> Thanks. Accepted. Thank you to everyone for tuning into another episode of Toy Power. It was wonderful to have your company as always, and to all our patrons. Thank you so much for your ongoing support and chatter on the Discord. We will see you around the toy aisles. And until next time, good journey! Yay! Yay. Yeah, it's got it. <laughs> nice and done. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us, toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher, and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people. Want to learn more? Go to giantsizeteamup.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but they're... Yeah.